Hey, my name is Elisa Kay, and I'm here to teach you how to rise above the noise and say yes to owning an unforgettable, impact-making business. On this podcast, you'll learn how to harness the power of your unique story and use magnetic marketing tools so that you can confidently own your place in your industry. Get ready to transform your marketing to reach more people and finally feel authentically you online. It's time to grow your business with purpose. This is the Own Your Message podcast. Yay! We have a new name! Woohoo! Welcome back to the podcast. And today we have a very, very special episode because not only have we officially renamed the podcast, I am here with my fantabulous, fantastic, magical business partner, Casey. And this is the first time that we're speaking on on camera, on audio, together, and I wanted to introduce you to her magic. So, Casey, take it away. Tell us who you are and what do you do? Hi, everyone. It is so great to meet you, and it's so great to be here today. Um, I My name is Casey Scott-Sangen, and I am a data person. Specifically, I am an audience researcher. I've been a user researcher for over a decade now, uh, working with anything from big businesses and Uh, agencies to the last five, six years I've been in the museum industry, uh, helping design audience experiences, both digitally and in person. So I am a super data nerd. I love all things data. I am not. (laughs) (laughs) Which makes us a great team. (laughs) Yeah. Because she loves uh, the insights that come from data. And I love having someone to listen to all of the fun insights that come out of data. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Casey is literally the opposite of me. All of the skill sets that I have, Casey is is the mirror opposite. And I think that's why we work so well. And if you've known me for a long time, you would have known that one of the one of the biggest pieces of advice that I give is like, don't work with your friends. No, business partners are probably not a good idea. You know, don't don't onboard people that you know, try and hire outside of your circle. But actually, we so this is a fun I wasn't gonna tell the story, but I'm gonna tell it anyway. Okay. <laughs> we so Casey and I, um Casey helped me with the help uh, for Ukraine bundle, a clouder for Ukraine bundle, excuse me. Okay, wait. Casey helped me for the with the Act Louder for Ukraine bundle earlier last year, and it was the first time. Well, Casey knew me personally, obviously, and I was like, Casey, I have all of these thoughts and ideas, and I'm so overwhelmed and stressed. Could you help me organize myself and this team that we have assembled? And Casey luckily said yes and helped me through that experience. And it was such a wonderful and joyous and easy experience working together. And I think it sort of it showed me what like a true partnership actually felt like. And it helped me see a different side of what a team could be. Because I'd worked, you know, I'd, I'd built teams in the past and they were successful and, you know, nothing, nothing against building that sort of team outside of who you know. But I think finding that right-hand woman was such, like, a just a heart-affirming, amazing experience for me personally. And I was like, I have the secret. I have the secret secret person <laughs> who is, like, the most amazing human being ever offline in general and also has this wealth of experience. Like, you know, it, it felt really good. And I sort of thought, okay, maybe we'll, like, run some projects together or maybe we can co-create something together because Casey had her business at the time too, consulting, doing stuff for museums, and that's a whole other story. 
that I will interview you for. (laughs) (laughs) All of the conversations that we had in the cafes. But I think the interesting thing that happened was over the summer, after the bundle and after sort of, you know, we finished working together... I remember we went to this place in Brighton to have burgers and we had way too much wine. And then like I channeled a meditation on the seafront. Do you remember this? Yes, you did. Of, and we, we, because we were talking about like energetic cords and, and pulling and, and we were talking about energy. And I like channeled this meditation. It came from nowhere. And this this the thing that Casey was seeing it was almost like, I don't know, I had this like divine experience of someone saying like, and you're in this vision too. And like, and I could just see it all come together and how the thing that Casey wanted to build was actually sort of the missing piece, this this little puzzle piece that I'd been saying, like, I'm just not sure there's something missing. Like, I think I'm here ready for like an evolution. And it was that vision and the skill set that Casey brings to this table that was that puzzle piece and I was like, okay, I came, I went back home and I said to Alfie, I think I want to work with Casey and I think I want her to be my business partner. <laughs> and he was like, how much did you have to drink? <laughs> but that's really where it started for me personally. Yeah. I don't know where it started it's, for you. Well, it's interesting because um, when you came to me during the Act Louder for Ukraine bundle um, and you were like, ah, oh, there's all these all of these people, this has gotten really big. Um, and I just, there's a lot going on. I was like, well, this is easy. We, it's, we'll just put it in a spreadsheet. (laughs) And it was interesting because the experience for me, um, didn't feel like I had actually contributed all that much to the project because it was stuff that was just so easy and it just came really naturally. And so interestingly for me is when Elisa approached me and said, I think that we would work well together, um, that our skill sets complement each other. I was un- initially, I had that self doubt of like, well, I don't even know what I did because it was so, it came so naturally that it's one of those things where like, you know, you just, you don't realize the skills you have because they're just, they're just there. Um, and it was a different way of working from what I had previously been doing. But I was like, wait a second. Yeah, this stuff is easy and it's easy because I'm good at it and not just because it's something that. I should just ignore it because it just is. So I think that has been a really interesting learning experience for me um, and has helped me really stretch and grow into what the business has needed of me. So, Elisa, question for you. How has it been having uh, bringing a business partner into your into your company? Whoa, uh, what a loaded question. And that's all we've got time for, folks. <laughs> um, I mean, it has been really incredible in a lot of ways. The main one is that, you know, obviously there is now almost like two of me. So the amount of stuff that like we can get done in terms of output, and I'm ve- I'm a very like goal-oriented person, even, you know, with with my coaching clients, I'm like, what's the goal? What's the plan? Let's go. So I think that's been really interesting for me to to have that person who I know I can trust. That's invaluable. On the flip side, I'm a control freak. And I think that, <laughs> yes, he's like, yes, you are a control freak. But I think that that it created a lot of challenges and clarity in a lot of ways in that I've had to, for the last seven years, do things by myself, do things that I haven't necessarily 
ever had to outsource or had to delegate and things that you know like for example we would we would have a meeting and then I would go and do the things <laughs> that I would usually do and Casey's like well that was on my to-do list and I was like well I was trying to be helpful she's like you're trying to push me out of the business and I, I think we had a lot of those conversations of really trying to find that cadence and find the balance between what are the things that I need to do and what are the things that she needs to do because you know let's face it I'm the face of the business the the people the people who are listening to this you included like you have followed me Elisa K and whether that's from you know 20 I don't know 19 when you maybe joined the content planning party or 2018 or 2017 when I wrote some copy for you like th- that journey has been very personal and bringing someone on I would imagine, and we can talk about this, would feel a little bit jarring for you because you are behind the scenes and people don't really know who you are. And even though I know how amazing and magical you are, that that was a challenge, I think, for us too, is to figure out like, what is it that I'm responsible for? What is it that you're responsible for? And like the degree to which I had to let go of control. So to be honest, all of July and August, it felt like my business was dying and it was the most intense experience. And there's probably like a whole series that we can talk about, but I genuinely was mourning this real like loss is what it felt like of this thing that I had built myself because I knew that for myself and for the for the betterment of the people that I want to help this person's invaluable input and skills is what is needed to take this this mission and the vision to the next level and it felt selfish of me to to keep that to myself and to keep sort of going by myself and it's not that I don't think I could have built this business by by myself I definitely could I have been doing for the last 7 years but there is just something there is something humbling at least for me to know that there is someone else who can do some of the things that I don't like to do and I don't need to worry about being all the things to all the people all the time. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So, should we talk about... The name. The name. So, actually, this is a really good segue because, for me, I th- the realisation of the fact that when we divided... This is a great segue because the reason that we've changed the name of the podcast and have really honed in on like the real true message of what I've been trying to say the last, so and I know this is ironic because I'm a messaging coach. This is what I literally, I can do this in my sleep for anyone. Like I will meet a personal trainer and I gave him a full business plan the other day. <laughs> I'm like, you should call it this. You should do it like this. Da, 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 da. And he's like, that is an incredible, great message. How did you just do that in five minutes? I'm like, I don't know. It's just, it's a skill set that I have. And I think this this was a really great realization that I had from listening to what you described as your experience of me and like what you thought my superpowers were. And also like Casey's very intuitive and we're sort of, you know, witchy together, which I think also is another element of why we work so well together. But I think because I spent so long having to plug the gaps of the things that I wasn't very good at. So like I wasn't very good at selling, let's say, from the beginning of my business. It took me a while to figure that element out. I wasn't very good at data, so I wasn't very good at planning. So, like, the content planning party came about because I was like, I just can't organize myself. I need to figure out a way to organize me. 
versus the things that I'm intrinsically good at, which I would say is like the writing of the content or messaging or like even just showing up and creating content on the fly. That is a superpower of a sort. But because I had spent so long focusing on the things that I couldn't do, it was really hard to see the things that I was good at. Mm, interesting. So I think the own your message, you know, people would always say to me, at least I just love how you helped me with my messaging. Like this, this is the, this is the key, key takeaway. And it hasn't changed. It's been a thread to the whole time. But I'd say that the the biggest shift for me in bringing you on is sort of relaxing the things. Like, if I don't have to look at another spreadsheet for the rest of my life, I will be a happy camper. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> I do love a good spreadsheet. She genuinely does. <laughs> if it has a thousand rows, oh, yes. <laughs> I'm like, my brain does not work this way. Can we talk about it in post-it notes? <laughs> but I think... Um, the reason that the the message the message of the podcast changed is because I realized that I spent so long trying to be the thing that I thought I should be online versus just showing up and being me versus just showing up and delivering the content that I want to talk about and like being funny and being myself and writing stupid emails about gossip girl and why i sign off my emails as xo instead of something else you know like all of that content that is that is what makes me me and i realized that actually the thing that i help people do is this well a lot of people do this they they teach what they most need and i realized that actually the biggest thread is the power of your story and the power of words yeah and when we started to unpick that we realized just how far reaching that could be that like, of course it makes, it makes your messaging, it makes your content, it makes your, your social media content, your emails, it makes that much more powerful and coming and helps them come from an authentic place. But also it starts to affect beyond that is what are those changes that start to happen within you when you feel so confident in your own message? And how many of us tell stories about ourselves that aren't true? Yeah, so it's it's outward facing too in that, you know, what are the stories that we, we stick to? You know, the story could be, well, I am not good enough to do, I don't know, to show up. I'm not good enough to record content or whatever it may be for you versus the, the the stories that you tell your clients, which is like, you should be confident. It's like we have this one client and she, she you know, will talk to us about how, you know, she's so she does no time. She just doesn't have any time, blah, blah, blah. And then she's trying to pitch herself as a productivity coach. And we're like, well, if you're telling us that you don't have the time, where, like, where is it that you're, how are you showing up for your clients in order to show them how to create the time. Like, there has to be an element of integrity. And we figured out that actually that integrity piece is what links back to the stories and actually what links back to the coaching methodology that I have developed. Yeah. And it was powerful. And we, we I mean, we sort of, we were like, it can't really be that easy, can it? <laughs> <laughs> That's sort of been the thread of our partnership is like, is it really that easy? <laughs> And, you know, if, if it's looking at data, I'm like, yeah, it is that easy. Or it's just, you know, throw this together and now it's organized. And, you know, for you, it's like, you know, I, I can sit there for ages and try to craft the perfect email. And you're like, oh, give me 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great, you know, and, and, and that's sometimes that's what it is. It's just f like 
letting your letting it be that easy and just saying, you know what, actually, this is the right way to go. Definitely. And I think also having someone who believes in your mission from a personal perspective, I'm pretty sure we haven't actually talked about this in this way, but I think it's, it's, it's really heartwarming in a, in, and confidence building, at least for me, in that having someone who believes in your mission in a way where they are like, okay, I am going to stop doing what I'm doing and I'm going to sort of attach my cart to your horse (laughs) to use that analogy (laughs) because I believe in this and I believe in your abilities and I believe in your talents which is sort of unspoken and unsaid like I believe in this thing that you're building for me that let me sort of relax and realize that actually I don't have to create this thing or this thing or this thing because all I've all I've created thus far is already good enough it's already great it already has the messaging and the power and the thread between all of the you know gazillions of products that I've created is the words and the messaging and I think it it goes back to that thing of every single one of my friends has always said to me I just wish I could be that confident like, I think one of the first things you ever said to me around business was, I just wish I had that confidence to do the thing that you're doing. And it was really interesting. We, we One of the first things that we ever did together, Casey came on to, we had like, you know, a lunch and we had a, you know, a strategy meeting, blah, blah, blah. And then we jumped onto a coaching call and she was like, who was that person? You were so confident. You're like, it was a complete switch. And I think that really resonated with me because I think, it's the tapping into that confidence. I've never had that issue. Like I've, I've never not been the center of the room. Yeah. <laughs> Can I say that? Yeah, yeah. Can I say that publicly? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, and I don't want, I don't want to not be the center of the room, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And I think for me, and it, it really was your story that sold me on, on working with you is because it wasn't just what you were selling in that moment and what you were communicating to your audiences or to your people, it was also the story of who you were and what you stood for. Right. Because I know, <laughs> because, you know, what we found pretty quite quickly is that what we stand for is quite similar and that this was the mission that we wanted to build. And, but it all came down to your ability to tell that story to me enough for me to feel confident that I knew (laughs) (laughs) that I knew what I was signing up for, you know, authentically and Mm. deeply and not just something you say. Yeah, this is so true. It was interesting. We did a values exercise and we were like, what do you see? What do we see in one another? And it was basically the same things. It was like, it was really illuminating. And the fact that our partnership values were very 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 similar and I would go and check out that episode that I've I recorded after we did our team retreat in Gran Canaria it was I think the last one in in December I don't remember the number off the top of my head but I'll link it in the show notes for you but I would go back and listen to that process with this context if that's something that you're curious about because it was a really illuminating process and I think it actually strengthened our partnership because it created that foundation of here is what we stand for, here is what we want to deliver to the people, and here is how the ecosystem looks. And I think it all came down to what is the story that you're telling? What is the message that that you have? And we realized quickly that the the thing that both of our clients have in common 
pre-partnership is that no one is owning their message. No one is actually showing up with that confidence. And it it drives me up the wall because I meet these incredible people who have so much so much so much interesting content inside them, but they're just not tapping into it. They're being boring. They're copying that inc- oh, excruciatingly <laughs> annoying 365 posts that you know they bought on the SLO in 2019, and they're still reusing the same boring old shit. And thinking, well, why is no one paying attention to me? Oh no, why do I only have five of the same clients over and over again? And I'm like, well, are you actually saying anything different? What is the message that you're bringing? What what are you owning? Like, take up that space. <sighs> <laughs> I can feel your frustration. <laughs> well, because it's true. And I think that's that's where this, for me, the name change came from. By the way, when I came up with the name, we were in an office and I was like, oh, it's this. And then... Casey was like, yeah, that is it. And then I was like, oh, maybe it's not the name because that name feels too easy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. And it was like, well, it can be that easy. (laughs) So is it this? Yes, it's this. (laughs) Officially. We did, although we did do a quick Google search to make sure it wasn't already a name. And it isn't. Yay. Another round of applause here. But I think, you know, evolving the message of the business helped us in a way own our own message too and own, you know, the story that we want to be telling. And I think going through the last year, for me personally, has been very, you know, in a way traumatic, but also in a way character building, because it forced me to acknowledge and see what stories do I want to claim as my own? What do I want to be a spokesperson for? And what do I not? Um, And I think that's, that's also a conversation maybe for another day, but I think it comes from you owning that voice to understand what are the foundations that you want to build in your business and what are the marketing channels that you then need to implement. Because depending on what your message is and how you want to own it, it's going to affect how you show up in that business. And I don't think people talk about it. They're like, well, maybe I want to start a Facebook group. And we're like, well, have you actually thought about what that would mean for your business? (laughs) Like, why you know and I think it always goes back to the message and I think that the fact that every single offer I've ever created goes back to what is your offer what is the message of the offer let's talk about that first felt like a really good theme for the podcast for the for the hub of the of the information that I really want to be talking about um and I think you know I can talk about content all day long (laughs) and messaging (laughs) so get ready Get ready, because I have a lot to say. (laughs) And this is why it's the new name of the podcast. (laughs) So, Casey, in terms of owning your message, what do do you think the wider context, because you're really like the wider context person. I can can show you how to do things one-to-one and and intimately, etc. But I think you bring the wider picture to the table. What's the wider context of the people owning their message? What are the implications of that? That is a good question. I think the implications of being able to own your message goes beyond just simply being able to communicate about who you are and what your product is in a marketing perspective. Although, of course, that is going to hugely impact your business. Um, But it's also going to help you understand who you are and what you stand for. And so I think... 
there's this reciprocal process that begins to happen where the more you think about um, how to tell your story to your audience, the more you have to think about how you tell those stories to yourself. And so that's going to help you build that confidence. That's going to help you feel brave, feel bold about who you are and become more in tune with what it is you stand for, what it is you believe, all those things, all those boxes that you've put yourself in, how, how to get yourself out of those boxes and then how to feel how that impacts, you know, emotionally maybe spiritually, but also physically and how you live in your body. Mm. So I think when when you start to pull on that thread, it becomes a much more far-reaching thing than simply marketing. However, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> um, coming at it in a place that allows you to, to make marketing easy for yourself is a huge first step. And it's a huge place to go because then you can start to feel confident in your business and when we feel more confident in in our businesses we feel more confident in ourselves and so on and so on yeah definitely and I think that's such a good point as well is that it's the inner implications that will then make your marketing processes so much easier because I think the thing that I've been harping on about for years is like SOPs and processes and make sure that is because I find those things difficult like I find it difficult to templatize anything which is how you know different programs have come up come to be and I think that by getting clear on who you are and what you stand for and what you stand against and that unique story that only you can tell you make your life so much easier for yourself because clients are automatically attracted to you no matter what you do because it's your story you're not taking you know the AI suggested sentence and blasting it all over the internet you're taking your unique message and your unique self and your unique brand online and therefore the marketing is always going to be so much stronger better more aligned more authentic to you than anything that anyone else can ever create for you even if you know I think being a copywriter helps too because that's the job of a copywriter is to to take out those nuggets of gold and make you cohesive right so I think being more authentic in your messaging and being more authentic in the way that you run your business also means that you own your message because if our message was I don't know balance or a nine-to-five life and we were working all all you know late all night that's it. That's not us owning our message, you know. So it's like a, a little, a little tweak, and I think it can apply to so many different, different facets of business. So I'm very excited. Me too. So Casey, are we going to be hearing more from you? Is it going to be the Casey show now? <laughs> uh, if you'll have me, I suppose. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm in. In general, I'm in the background. Um, I'm I'm doing all of those processes and things that Elisa hates um, and I love. Um, <laughs> um, but that doesn't mean I won't pop in once uh, once in a while and uh, give that you my Casey, hot take. Yeah, that, that's that's <laughs> Casey's polite way of saying uh, you have made me do this. <laughs> I was like, hi, so we're going to record this bonus episode together, right? She's like, no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, no, this has been great. This has been fun. 
Thank you so much for coming on and introducing yourself to the people officially. I know that a lot of our clients have met you in our office and behind the scenes on our coaching calls, but it's been a fun blast having you on and talking to our, the bigger audience, Thanks. the wider audience, the magical you that's listening. Um, it's so great to be part of this community. Oh, I'm so happy. My heart is full. And I want to say to you listening, thank you so much for coming on this new journey with us. This is a new season, new unforgettable you. And we can't wait to help you rediscover who you are and help you own your message. For now, I'll speak to you next time. stuck in a loop of cookie cutter content feeling like you can't find your voice or the confidence to show up authentically good news magnetic mavens is here to help you be unforgettable our membership will get you to break free from the monotony of copycat content and find your unique power story in this membership you'll create a consistent writing habit to stay ahead of your content creation and take back control of your plan without any of the overwhelm it's time to leave the bland and boring content behind and own your message with integrity and fun. Join the Magnetic Mavens today. Head to alisa-k.com forward slash magnetic to register right now.